Recording in progress. Recording in progress. Alright, cool. So that that's that comment. Should have made that one full screen. Huh? You should have made that one full screen. <laughs> no, it's calm, it's calm, because uh, this has to go on that side. Okay. Just so it can be in the middle. Okay, in the middle. It's calm. Vapes. Mm -hmm. Alright, we're back. We're back again. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so yep, yep. I guess you can mm -hmm. introduce the guest then. Kilimanjaro podcast <laughs> back at it again. And today we're here with a special guest. I guess in so. the building. In the building. Lily Watson. Yeah, we're what not gonna say? do the clapping thing. <laughs> we don't have an audience here. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't have local Where, where's the people, bro? But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so we, we shot Lily a DM because she's popping in a, a certain application on some people's phones. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, currently, I actually don't possess the app. Um, but I guess you could just give a little bit of an introduction to yourself, what you're doing nowadays, and yeah, just how's okay. life. Uh, I don't know to start. Uh, well, obviously, as CJ said, Lily. Um, so, I mean, I don't do, so I, I think the app you're referring to is OnlyFans. I don't do it full time. It's like a sort of side hustle thing. It's not something that I'm planning on doing full time either. Um, I do still have a full time job. Um, I won't disclose where I work, but I do work for an accountancy firm. Um, oh, I'm not doing accountancy. I'm not that smart, <laughs> um, but maybe one one day. Oh, don't feed into the stereotype, man. Come on. <laughs> Say you're smart. Back yourself. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty much it, really. I, I don't really have a very interesting life. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> it's not that interesting. So, but yeah, that's like the general gist of what I'm doing at the moment, I guess. Yeah. And how's life anyways? Like, what's happening? What's new? Um, nothing. Small talk, innit? Might as well, you know. Might as well, yeah. I mean, nothing major's happened. Um, I'm trying to think of anything news happened recently. Not really. I mean, I've only been doing OnlyFans for like what three? Well, four weeks. It'll be four weeks tomorrow. Started it. So like, it's, that's still great. Right, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you, you get some fans getting cards and stuff, stuff like that. that. Yeah. They should they give you flowers, flowers, you know. They should. They should. <laughs> flowers. That's that's a nod to you guys, yeah? If you're listening, she needs flowers ASAP, like. But yeah, uh, I guess, how do you guys know each other? From school, yeah. Well, give me yeah. a background. Yeah, uh, what's it? I think... Oh, you went to as well? Yeah, he, he went to as well, but he left. I just escaped. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah. fuck that shit, nah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> else. No, yeah. but low-key, you know, I was like, kind of pushed out. Is it? Yeah, because like the head of you hated me, innit? Is it? Yeah, bro. Wait, wait, but you, Douglas was there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got into like quite a bit of trouble, to be honest. <laughs> like even CJ was a bad kid, you know. Like he was throwing no. chairs and shit. Listen, I listen. <laughs> I only did my thing out of retaliation, innit? I'm not gonna say I was like some bad kid or something. I wasn't bad in the sense of like physical shit. I was just trying to make like kids laugh, innit? Like, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, do you know Miss Clary? Is she still there? I don't know. Who? Miss Clary. Miss Clary. 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 Uh, Clary, 
rings a bell. I don't know if she's still there. Loads. I mean, even by the time I left at the end of sixth form, like, I didn't know who half the teachers were. Like, I think there's pretty much no one there from when we were there. Mm. Now, they're yeah. all new. Shit, shit, but. Yeah, no, it's, I, it's, just, it's, I just made fun of teachers now. In hindsight, it was quite a bad uh, thing to do, you know. <laughs> trying to help me out, <laughs> trying to give me an education, <laughs> and just shove in their face like that. Um, but yeah, no, I guess uh, since we're on the topic, like, how are you in school? Like, were you about the grades? Did you give a fuck? I was the definition of a goody two shoes. Mm. But like, I say good first three years until like towards the end of year nine I was literally like the definition of a good two-shoes like teacher's pet 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent so early school lessons in that yeah yeah 100 percent like I just I was the sort of person that would get annoyed at the people that would take the piss and not do their work <laughs> it's really irritating yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh you kind of get away with but, it if you do the work as well isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as bad, but the ones that annoyed me the most, the ones that didn't do their work yeah, 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 yeah. and would piss up, and then would come to me, then ask them, ask me for help. Yeah. I'd be like, well, if you just shut up <laughs> in the first, then we wouldn't be having to have this conversation. I mean, yeah. Logan, there's there's there's, there's hell of those annoying kids, you know, that will just sit next to the smartest girl yeah. or boy in the class, and we'll just look over yeah. like this. And that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, just to make sure. Literally. People just want a free ride, you know? Yeah, and low-key, that just continues through their life most of the time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I, know yeah. this, I know this one kid who kind of went down a, a wrong path. We won't say his name, but he's really short. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, And basically, like, um, yeah. when you look for certain shortcuts, you tend to get in that habit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And Yeah, so yeah, goody two shoes, yeah. Interesting shit. Yeah, massively, massively. Fucking hell. So um. Yeah, until like year start of year ten. So I probably started like the worst time. I started basically when I started my GCSEs. That's when I started fucking. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I was yeah, I was a I was a goody two shoes, hundred percent. No, GCSEs was like the first milestone, isn't it? Yeah. It's like yeah. the first thing that actually tests you. That's the thing, bro. You always we took it like we thought this was like the defining thing, like. If you don't get your GCSEs, then the rest of your life is like finished. Like, life is over. Yeah. <laughs> That's what my parents told me. They were yeah, like, "Listen, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to see tomorrow if you don't, you know, <laughs> you know, if you don't smash this math test, bro. <laughs> it's over for you, you know." But yeah, oh, so so you got this little job. You're doing full time, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess what what happened after school? You were just like, okay, let me just get some money. Let me get some bags. Yeah, so I was just, by the time I finished sixth form, I was just so done with anything that involved education that I was just like, like I wanted to go to uni before I started sixth form. And then as soon as I started, I think oh, month for sixth form, I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to go to uni anymore, I'm done. <laughs> I just want to get this out and stop. <laughs> so as soon as I left school, I was just like, I'll take months just to like enjoy life for yeah. a little bit. Like, like a little gap month like, rather than a gap year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I should take a couple months. So took a couple months. I was, I already had a job before I'd left sit form. Um, okay. Working part-time in like a restaurant, but I'd taken a couple months off to like revise and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
platform, I just went straight back to that. I carried on doing it part time um, for like a couple months. And then I was like, right, OK, I'm just going to look for like a full time job now. So that's when I got my first full time job um, was in August. So I finished June and I started my first full time job in August. So I took a month and I was like, right, OK, I'll get a job so I can like work and just get some money so I can actually do things because the funds were running a bit dry and I was getting really bored because I couldn't do anything so I was like well I'll make some money and then I can at least do stuff and um, but yeah uh, the full-time job was in a coffee shop I was a barista there you go <laughs> now I'm a coffee advocate, lot, lot. so I, I fuck with baristas heavy it's them one <laughs> <laughs> it, was good. it was good it was the um you probably know it. You know Big Tesco in Watford? Yeah. yeah. You know Harrison Hall in there? Harrison Hall? Harrison Hall. The little coffee shop. Yeah. Now that's decent. Yeah. That's decent, man. So you went from school just, uh, just to doing coffees for a bit? Yes, I did that. And then... How old are you? Like, for, like, I don't even know for the audience. How old am I? What, now? Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Just for context. I'm... I'm 22 now. Okay, okay cool. cool. I turned 22 a couple of weeks ago. Alright, happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> 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 happy late, late birthday, you know what I'm saying? Listen, yeah. I didn't speak to you before this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, Alright, cool, so your first job was uh, the coffee thing and then you're doing your thing that you're doing now, right? No, so I, I've, had quite, I've had quite a rocky job history. Okay, no, cool. um, so I left the coffee shop and then um, I had some things happen. Life just got a bit complicated. Yeah. Um, so I didn't work months and then I started working in a bar um, as a barmaid. I worked there for about four or five months and... Um, really really long hours like 50 plus hours a week most yeah. weeks um but it was a good laugh it was fun um and then after that I was sort of doing like the odd bit of work here and there I'd say for like about a year yeah, I didn't yeah. have like a solid job um well like flexible things like part-time and yeah so like my mental health take, took like a really big decline like while I was at the pub and that's why I ended up leaving in the end and then I just couldn't I just wasn't in a mental place to be holding I just couldn't hold down a job I just couldn't do it like my yeah. mental health just wasn't there I just couldn't face going to work every day um, yeah, sometimes you get them days where you just want to stay in bed in it yeah yeah and yeah, yeah. I was, it was a struggle just to get out of bed in the morning. And I was like, the last thing I need to do is worry about going to work and getting in trouble for not working or not yeah. doing the right I can do and stuff like that. So I was like, I just take some time off and um, just accept the fact that I'm going to be broke for a few months. Like, it is what it is. Like, I can't, my mental health is more important than me going out and doing things. So, um, so yeah, I took some time out and then towards the, end of when was it uh towards the end of 2019 um october 2019 is when i started working where i am now and then i've been there solidly since then so yeah so but i've never had a job for so i'm quite impressed with myself <laughs> i've no, never had a job before. 
especially when coming off the back of like uh, something hard like depression for example mm. yeah um, coming yeah. off the back of that and then holding something down is obviously sick in it like uh, everyone exactly. has their yeah. kind of dips yeah and it's only relative to you in it so you're the only one who's going to understand the hardships that come with that um yeah like my depression is still something that i suffer with on a daily basis it's something that i've suffered with since i was about 13 um <clears throat> so i mean i guess that kind of leads on so april this year is when i officially had my diagnosis of like i would say what's wrong with me but like the issues that i struggle with i guess you'd say um and so i was just diagnosed with recurrent depressive disorder um ptsd and mild ocd yeah um so yeah but the resistant that you diagnosed kind of thing yeah it was in april april the diagnosis uh, end of april this year is when i got my official diagnosis okay um the depression i've suffered with like i said since i was about 13 and the ptsd i've suffered with the symptoms with for about three years now um but the actual incident that triggered it happened when i was 14 so it took about five years to actually develop in for it to actually become ptsd before that i hadn't i didn't actually have any symptoms of trauma until five years after the event took place which i didn't understand until like going through like starting therapy and things is what helped me realize that like a lot of people that suffer trauma don't understand that they're traumatized or don't even process what's traumatized them for years and years and years after the event which I didn't think was possible I thought it was just if you if you're traumatized you're traumatized and you would just be traumatized from the moment it happens until whenever basically I didn't realize it's something that could be delayed which was interesting it helped me understand what I've gone through and like why I why it took me so long to understand what happened and things like that. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, like in life, in life things, things go in waves. waves in it. Yeah. So like, so, like it, it never, never just like goes like, goes like that straight, straight away. away. You know, it, you know, it like, like, comes, comes gradually. gradually. And I guess, I guess like, that's, that's kind of how your depression came in. It's like slowly through different events and then through like remembering and realizing the stuff that may have given you trauma, then. Yeah. relates back to you and then you have to like go through the process um accepting it for like for one thing and then yeah. going after and then doing like shadow work behind the scenes or like working on yourself yeah. or like doing things that might bring you out of that shell that you must have been in yeah so, i guess um i did want to get into your mental health stuff because like obviously you advocate uh on instagram like a lot yeah. Um, and I really talk yeah. with some of the posts. Like we even had like a discussion on one of your posts as well. Yeah. Uh, that we might get into. Yeah. But um, so it's been five years. I guess could you give some insight into what it was, and then maybe some yeah. tips on how to get out of it, like uh, the little things that helped you out. You know. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so. Uh, the thing that the incident that happened when I was 14 is I was sexually assaulted um, yeah. by my then boyfriend. Um, I didn't report it uh, mainly because I was so young and I had that was my first ever sort of sexual experience, I guess you could explain. Like I had no understanding of what was right and wrong. 
as sort of twisted as it sounds, I thought it was normal. I thought the way I felt and the way he made me feel and what he'd done, I thought was normal. I didn't realise that I had a choice. I thought I was there purely to serve men and to make them happy and to fit their needs. I didn't realise that as a woman I had choices and that I was entitled to say no and that me being uncomfortable wasn't a normal thing in any sort of situation, let alone a sexual experience. I, sh- I should also feel pleasure and I should also enjoy the experience. Yeah, I didn't realise yeah. I didn't realise um, and I think that's that's something that a lot of young people experience. Um, I think something that's not talked about enough is the fact that most people that experience sexual violence or sexual abuse are minors when it happens. It's not, it isn't, it's actually you're less likely to experience it the older you get. You're more likely to experience it as a minor than you are as an adult. And I think that's something that's very scary and it's not something that's talked about enough. And I think like, because like, you know what's, um, sorry, sorry to cut you, to cut you off. off. No. You know, you know, you know, you know what's, what's fuck, fuck is like, like the fact that the society that we're in, how things are becoming more and more sexualized yeah, yeah. in this day Definitely. and age, means that there's a direct correlation between like the age of when people lose their virginity. Yeah. Becomes younger and younger, yeah. right? And yes, the consequence definitely. of that is that both both sides of men and women don't actually know like how to approach the scenario oftentimes exactly. you know 13 year old boys are just in the corner of their bedroom like trying to not make noise yeah. you know like watching porn or whatever right yeah. trying to whack one off mm. and that's how they learn and then they take those yeah. learnings into these kind of relationships where they are unable to understand or comprehend how to handle that situation Especially exactly. when someone's that, I guess, sensitive and fragile because they don't understand any better and they're not yeah. like fully developed yet either. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly, and I think that's, I think that's the that's a problem. Like, I think I did share a post quite a while back. I don't, I, I don't know if I'd be able to find it again, but it was about the impacts of porn and things like that, on sexual violence and things like that, and it's they are quite close quite closely correlated yeah. um not say everyone that watches porn has become a rapist or a whatever no, of but i think a lot of people um well, especially a lot of young people don't understand because obviously most people will start watching porn before they've ever actually had a sexual experience yeah almost so, all the time yeah porn when they're like 12 13 but they might not actually lose their virginity until they're 16 that means they've had three or four years of sort of misguidance you know and like misinformation about what that experience should actually be like yeah. if you're learning that, sex from porn then like suck yeah. a dick man you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> no, no, a lot of porn well, is like yeah that's the thing it's not a healthy place and like that's again i think that's why it's so important for these things to be taught more rigorously in schools yeah. I like I remember my own experience I think I had one sex ed lesson in my whole school career I think I literally had one sex ed lesson and that was it and there was nothing about consent or about female pleasure or about um sort of sexual relations between same-sex couples or anything like that it was all purely on how to put a condom on yeah. I think that's like 
only thing I remember. I shouldn't need to know how to put a condom on. That's up for the man. The man should know how to put a condom on. If he can't put a condom on, he shouldn't be having sex. Like if he doesn't understand how to do that, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be even getting that far. Like he shouldn't be allowed to do that. And I think that again, I think consent oh. is a big thing. Like a lot of people don't understand what it means. I think a lot of people think consent is just yes, and it's not. It's so much more complicated than that. Like consent is something that's enthusiastic and willing. If it's not either of those things, it's not consent. So me saying yes because you've asked me ten times and I'm fed up with you saying yet yeah, asking me is not me giving you my consent. That's me being coerced. Or the same way if I was to do it to a man, if I just kept badgering and badgering and badgering until he eventually gave in, again, that's not him giving me his consent. That's me, him being pressured into doing something he doesn't want to do. And like people can say like, well, you can't pressure to it. Like he didn't put a gun to your head or she didn't put a gun to your head, blah, blah, blah. No, it doesn't work like that. We're all human. We have all have a breaking point. Like if you keep pushing someone, eventually they are going to give in. And that is, and I think again, that also feeds into the fact that why a lot of people don't report is because most of the time it probably is because they've been coerced into doing it. It may not be that they've, a lot of people think that you can only be raped or sexually assaulted if you've sat there and screamed and said no and you've fought and, well, and you just, the only way it's happened is been overpowered or whatever like that. But it's not like that. Like it's like sometimes it is just a case of you're in a relationship with someone who just keeps badgering you and badgering you and badgering you until eventually you just wear in and you just give in because, or it can be, it can stem through from a lot of emotional abuse to the point where you feel like you can't do any better than them, but then by not doing giving them what they want, you're worried about losing them. And so you feel like you have to do it to keep them, even if it's not something that you want to do and you're not ready for. And you know what? I and think I, that's, uh, that's a key point. Like you, you touched upon a few like things that gave me a visceral reaction, right? One of them yeah. was um, how you said, if you, if like a woman badges a man, over and over again then it's not right in the same way that it's not right the other way right yeah and i think um finally we've got to a place where uh people are recognizing the women's struggles but i think as a consequence of that because we have to heed to the greater issue because obviously women are less physical than men uh men are less emotional than women you know you get coerced in different kind of ways right and um i think it's very important to see both sides in that um and then your your last point which was what were you just saying sorry um i can't remember (laughs) i was rambling so much um what were we just at what were we just at i'm trying to remember as well isn't it yeah there was two points that i wanted to touch on yeah um I think in a relationship, like when you're that young, yeah, it's yeah, you, you have to kind of see that you um you're not mature enough in that scenario if you are, if it's possible that you could be broken into yeah. saying something against your will. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you're in a sexual scenario and you're saying yes against your will, you shouldn't be there in the first place. Yes, to an extent, yeah. because. As I said about the emotional abuse and things like that, you can be emotionally abused at any age. 100%. You can be 40, 
emotionally abused and manipulated into doing something that you don't want to do the same way that it obviously as a, the younger you are you more the more susceptible you are to it but there's many different reasons why someone or scenarios in which someone could be emotionally manipulated into doing especially something they don't in young do. relationships yeah and i think especially if you've experienced it in your childhood or um say for example if you've not maybe not necessarily had a very supportive upbringing or mm-hmm. if you've never sort of been taught good ways of like connections and things like that i think even affection um, from your parents you know yeah no that, affection no, from your yeah. parents does definitely bleed over into your relationship no, definitely, yeah. for sure the way you create the way you view relationships and the way that you um develop your attachment type all starts with your primary caregiver which obviously for most people is their parents but obviously for other people it might be grandparents or aunties and uncles or a foster family or whatever um but it it is true that every the way you view relationships and the way that you develop your attachment type is all stems from those first three years of your life those first life are so so profound in how you develop your attachment it's and I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like those first three years are will, I mean, potentially shape the rest of your life and how you view relationships, how you, the way that you in which you go about trying to develop a relationship with someone. Actually, if you learn from the beginning and then don't go out there and testing. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. don't testing. Mm. They stick with yeah. the same things that they think they like because they've seen it in a movie. Yeah, that's, that's Do you know what I mean? Exactly. And that's the other thing, and that sort of goes back to the whole porn thing, is if you've only ever learnt things through that sort of scenario, whether it's porn or films or whatever, yeah. you don't, there, there's no real life application to that because that's not real life. Yeah. That's why these things need to be taught in schools because you need to have those real life applications, those real life examples of how these things can affect people, good and bad. And I think... I think it's Australia have recently declared that they're going to start having compulsory lessons in the schools about consent. Yeah. And I don't know why that's only a thing now. Like this should have been something that's been happening for decades. This shouldn't be a new thing that's like up for debate and things of like, oh, it's so controversial. It's not controversial. This should be mainstream. This should be something that's just as normal as doing maths and English. That shouldn't be something weird or like like i said controversial that should be normal and it's funny like, you know because like in adverts with like nike coca-cola uh tesla things are sexualized as fuck yeah so why are we yeah. not taught yeah how to do the whole process like end to end you know that, what i mean yeah exactly <laughs> when you, when you, deeper, you realize i mean that, listen like, school has too. gaps we all know that <laughs> and we've, we've said this in so many episodes there's no reason why those gaps shouldn't be able to be filled. Like, you know, in school, like, um, PSE, PSHE, was it? Something like that. What was it was called when we did it in school? PSHE. Yeah, PSHE. Yeah, like that. Like, there's no reason why they couldn't have taught us things like this in that lesson. Yeah. And I think even more so, I think it should be something that's taught probably even earlier because the thing is consent isn't just a sexual thing consent is everywhere it's in everything it's in every single decision that we ever make or any agreement we ever make with anyone consent is a factor in it so it doesn't necessarily have to be taught in a sexual manner 
And so there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to teach it to the four and five-year-olds. Like the, a, a four or five-year-old can understand consent the same way they can understand what's right and wrong to an extent, obviously. I'm not saying that they should be held responsible. Like, uh, in, in my religion, for example, what? like you're taught you don't know right and wrong until you reach the age of seven. And then you're not able to have like any sort of relations until you're like, you know, really old. Like until you're yeah. that mature where you're like over 18 kind of thing. Mm. And that's why like, yeah. I think a key point to bring back is like, you know, the law is there for a reason, isn't it? And yeah. some stipulations are right. And in the case of like the UK, the age of consent is 16. I think it should still be 18, personally. Yeah. I think it should be. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing as well is a lot of people don't understand. Like, it's scary how many people I've met that think that once you turn 16, that means you can have sex with anyone. But yeah. that's not the case. It means you can have sex with someone between the ages of 16 and 17. Mm. Once they hit 18, you should not be having sex. Anyone up age of six, 18 or over should not be having sex with someone under the age of 18. That's yeah. statutory rate. A lot of people don't understand. There are so many people that I'm, and it's scary how many people I've met that don't know that. Yeah. They think as as 16, that's it. It's fine. You're 16, you're legal. Like yeah. that's not the case. Unless you're 17 or you're 16, they are off limits. They are still off limits. They are still too young. Yeah. Like, and I, it's, it angers me and it also upsets me at the same time that so many people don't understand that. Like, yo, like I didn't even I, know that until like three years really, ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And I think that's a lot. Like, and I think that's, oh, because I, I didn't realize so many people didn't, didn't know that. that. I, I thought, thought that was something that was. Common knowledge. I, I thought, thought that's something that everyone just knew. Like it was like, like it's frozen. It's frozen. Lily, are you there? Lily, are you there? It's frozen. But yeah, no, it's it's probably we could probably carry on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that point. Um. <laughs> we we'll wait for her to come back. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, she's there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hear yeah, me yeah. now. Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. Yeah. Cool. Right. Um. But yeah. So like. I think, yeah, I, I don't I don't understand why so many people don't know that. And unfortunately, every single person I've met that didn't know that was a man. Hmm. So obviously, I'm sure there are loads of men that do know that. It, maybe it's just the people, the men that I've met don't know that. I don't know. But and it's, it's frightening because it's like you're, and these people are like 21, 22, 23. Like, and you think, and it's like you think it's all right for you to have sex with a 16 year old like you didn't realize that was wrong mm. like that's so fucked <laughs> that's so yeah. fucked like even like, even like uh we had hey. a conversation in the dms i told you about a scenario that i had when i was like really young not really young like, yeah let's yeah. not let's not you know i invited <laughs> by the law just about just about just about but, um yeah you know like uh a lot of men give in you know what i mean uh, yeah. From a young age, obviously it's uh, a yeah, smaller subset, a hundred percent. Obviously, more girls probably like definitely get abused than men. Yeah. But there are men who get coerced because of the social pressure to have sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like bro, we we were fourteen, yeah. and, and guys were saying, "Oh yeah, you know how many bitches I yeah, fought." Yeah. It's like, bro, you're fourteen. <laughs> if I could go yeah. back in time and talk to that boy, I would have slapped him in the face, bro. Like, what I mean, the fuck are you thing, talking that's, about? That's what that's what we get fed. That's what we get yeah, fed in it from young, in it. So it's like, so it's just it's just like, a lot of confusion. 
Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. And because, and that's part of the problem again with porn is because it's available at such a young age mm. and along with all of the other social pressures of like, um, like the media and like things like that, because women are so sexually, that are so heavily sexualized from such a young age and because men are exposed to that from such a young age, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah. It's never well because yeah. girls are taught that they should be sexual, but then shouldn't be sexual at the same time. They're taught that they like they they should be sexual, but only in certain situations. It's really complicated. And it doesn't really make any sense, and that's because it doesn't make any sense. And yeah. men are taught they sort of that they they're not they're not good enough if they're not sexual, if they're not sexually they active, and if they turn a girl down or like whatever for making an advance on them then they're they're a pussy they're weak they're they're not a real man they need to man up blah 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 blah, blah all that yeah and it's just the so- gap is coming closer though like 100 percent. like uh there's a lot of guys out there bro just fuck up man you know what i mean yeah exactly it just doesn't make any sense like there's there's no Respect reason as well. that, that's what guys like I- have that's what i was looking for like some guys just yeah. don't have the self-respect to say no. They don't uh, treat their body as a temple. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. every energy that you exchange or every girl that you might go inside, you know, it leaves an imprint on you. You know, yeah, when yeah. you have a sexual experience and then you don't speak to that person again, why do you think your heart kind of shatters a little bit? It, it does, but you don't pay attention to that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, guys don't yeah. have that barrier. Yeah, you know, and at least cool. girls are now being told that you should have that barrier. Yeah, in some uh, situations, obviously both yeah. sides are playing the game all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously there's, the, yeah, the game yeah. is the game is hard. <laughs> I agree with that. I I do agree. Like you, I don't know. It's weird. Like, so I agree that like obviously you should be not necessarily. Like, well, yeah, you should be picky with who you sleep with. You shouldn't just sleep with anyone and everyone just because they've offered it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but at the same time, as long as you want to sleep with them and they want to sleep with you, go for it. I don't think that, like, the one thing that really bugs me is the whole, like, body count thing. I just think it's so pathetic and so childish. Like, why do you care people that person slept with? It doesn't make any difference. As long as, as long as they it's potential, as long as it's been they avoid it, as long as it's not something that they regret, as long as they've been safe with it, they've used protection, they've had checkups every time they've had it, they've slept with a different partner, blah 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 blah. There is nothing wrong with it. It doesn't make any difference to anyone's life who someone slept with and who they haven't. And I think again that's sort of I think it links into like social media and things like that. Well, because obviously we're all connected all the time. Like you seem to think that this random person that whoever slept with five years ago is still a part of their life just because they haven't followed on Instagram and they're not like, and I mean, I've, I've had that problem before. Like I remember like people that like my boyfriend slept with years ago and like it used to bother me and I think about it now and I'm like why 
like he doesn't talk to them he doesn't meet them mm-hmm. and he wasn't, he have wasn't any the same story. person as well like he's not the same person yeah now that why he does was- it matter you know? there's a follow him on instagram why does it matter like it's not like they're an active part of his life he doesn't spend time with them he doesn't see them he doesn't talk to them so what does it matter like it's just like that like i've had people say to me that they can't that they don't want to follow me on instagram anymore because of things i post and things like that and and like people that i've been friends with for years sort of thing and and i think about it and i'm like well it doesn't affect our friendship like i don't have a you don't have a problem with me. You don't have a problem with, I don't I don't have a problem with you. It's just, you don't want to look at the things that I'm posting. That's absolutely fine. Like I wouldn't want someone to feel like they have to look at my profile or they it's have to follow me. Yeah. For the sake of our friendship. Like that doesn't affect our friendship. It's a follow on Instagram. Why would I care? Like it doesn't, that doesn't define our relation, our friendship or our relationship. It's so much more than that. And like, if our is purely based on a follow on Instagram, then it's not a friendship and it's not something that I should be bothered about anyway. So people take social media too seriously nowadays. Like they think social media they put social media above of um actual reality. That's 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 why it's just a lot of stupidness going on. But yeah, no, you're right about that. Like (laughs) now Loki, I'm gonna be a hypocrite right now, yeah. Yeah. But you know them them people who just Snapchat everything. Yeah, yeah. Every different venue they go yeah. to. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. We're going. We're going to eat dinner. Then we're going bowling, and then we're gonna go up to the pier and like see something, like see the yeah, sea yeah. or whatever, right? And they'll take a snap yeah. at every single location. Wait, let me get another angle. Wait, yeah, don't yeah, eat yeah. your food. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> come on. What do you mean, don't eat your food? I'm gonna eat my food. I'm chilling with a vegetarian, so you can't eat my food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, all the vegetarians, if you want to slide in my DMs, it's there, don't worry. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about, you know, I back it, I back it. <laughs> no, I need, I, need, I need my food, I don't like share it, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was a heavy topic, I just wanted to try and derail that a little bit, but... Did you want to say any more about, like, how social media plays into it? No, I mean, uh, just like, just going, uh, recapping about everything. No, um, there's definitely... I feel like we we definitely need to be educated better about just um obviously sex obviously uh, consent just just that whole just the whole spectrum we need like better education because obviously nowadays it, there's just a lot of confusion with everything you know what i feel like it is it's, it's i feel like it leads into like the headline society that we're in now mm. like why is there a gap in school yeah do they just want things to be erupted into like a story mm. because that's what happens right because of the gap in education it leads to like you know grape cases we can't say you know that that word on the channel in it but grape cases yeah. right? it, but you could just censor oh it, you censor it. okay yeah. sorry i forgot you editing that my bad <laughs> uh but yeah yeah you know like all the cases that happen and obviously it gives people visceral reaction you talk about it on social media mm. shit blows up and then you have another thing to add to your portfolio of what your social media is mm. you know what i mean yeah like people have yeah. their group that they belong to obviously because you've been through certain situations you understand yeah. that sector of information a lot more than most people so when you were saying yeah. like i don't know why a lot of people don't know about statuary rape mm. you're sitting there like what the fuck because you know a lot about it do you know what i mean yeah um but like, I, I, a lot of people yeah, just think, ignore yeah. that sector 
Which is why we yeah. need people like you to come out and talk about it, which is why you're here right now, obviously. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why like, I have a lot of, like, some people are like, why do you post about these things so much? Like, like I have sort of, like, two different sort of people in my DMs. It's either people that are like, I love what you post. Like, thank you for posting it. Like, I really learned from it. Or, like, um, thank it's helped me through things. It's helped me understand things I've gone through better. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll have other people that are like, why do you post this stuff, like, like I, uh, the amount of people I've had, the amount of men I've had message me being like, you hate men, like you're such a man hater, blah blah blah. Like if I was a man hater, I, I mean, I wouldn't have a boyfriend for starters. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have mates that are men. Like if I really hated men that much, I wouldn't have them in my life. Yeah. Like, but I don't hate men. I hate the men that do these things. And that's what I fuck so, with. I fuck with the fact that you make a distinction between yeah, and that, how it's all I, men and how, how it's not all men and how it's like that subset of evil men trying to take advantage of a system yeah, yeah exactly and that thing the the thing is is the whole not all men thing doesn't really make a lot of sense because mm-hmm. it it's not that literally every single man on the planet is a part mm-hmm. like is a sexual predator but there are a lot of men that have maybe seen their mates do things that are a little bit questionable, but haven't actually said yeah, yeah. They haven't them up on it and been like, mate, what are you doing? Like, that's not okay, sort of thing. They haven't, or they maybe they walk past a girl, like someone on the street, and it's something a bit weird's happening, and they haven't stepped in, say anything or do anything. And that is where the, the whole all men thing comes from. It's not saying that every single man is a sexual predator, but it's saying that every man or and well, everyone just in general is is responsible for holding people accountable for their actions, themselves included. Yeah. And I think people that and the thing for me, the only thing that I get. So when I get one of those DMs where it, those it's the man hater ones or they're like, oh, you just hate more men or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The only thing I get from that sort of comment is, well, you obviously have a guilty conscience. That's what I I don't think, oh no, like men, all I get is you have a guilty conscience. You've obviously done something or you've witnessed something that is clearly very questionable. And the only way you can deal with that is by blaming me. Yeah. I think um, not not ready ready or willing to hold yourself accountable for whatever it is that you've witnessed or you've done. And then that then, me, you're not the sort of person I want to associate myself with. So you're doing me a favour in a way by telling me that because I now know not to associate myself with you. Yeah, and I think if you if you don't hold like your inner circle because like if you can't hold like your whole circle accountable, that would be fucking that would be so long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you see it, obviously say something, but like hold your close circle accountable, the people who you're around all the time. Mm. You know, uh, because if you see something that they do that's fucked and you hang around with them you also by association become fucked guilty by association right yeah. if you're the getaway yeah. driver you are also part of the crime <laughs> do you know what i mean exactly and that's basically what you are you're a getaway driver yeah. you want to be a getaway driver nah bro don't do that exactly and that's the whole point like you don't have to actually do something in order to be a part of it like not saying something like not saying something and not stepping up for the people that are it's being done to is just as bad as actually doing it because yeah. if you're not going to stop it from happening then you might as well do it yeah. and that's the whole of the whole 
like and that's why that whole not all men thing is such a load of bollocks and that's why so many people get so angry about it it's not because we think men are sexual predators and are monsters we know they're not but if you're not you're not an active part of the solution then you are a part of the problem and that is that simple yeah i mean at least mitigating the risk of it happening you know like you should be responsible for mitigating that Mm. you know making sure it doesn't happen and um I i could see why you think that like guys who say oh you hate men yeah, I, I can see why you'd say that they might be guilty or whatever. But I could also yeah. understand people who are ignorant to the fact that you are just talking about that subset, you know? Yeah. And that that's I think that's yeah. a huge part of it. Because the the problem is there's extremists on both sides all the time. Yeah. It's duality in it. Like every action has an equal opposite reaction, right? So the some women take it too far as well and because of that you get people who are like you hate all men because they've probably had a relationship with a girl who was an extremist and because of that they think all women who like you who are advocating for it are extremists yeah. Does that make sense? No, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because... Thank God I fucking pieced that together because my head was exploding. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, how? I'm trying to make yeah. a connection, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's always two yeah, extremes in it, like. Yeah. Yeah. There are. There's always, but it, it, like you said, every every action has an opposite reaction. Like it, it's that's yeah. the same. 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 Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah no, no, we, we just, just wanted, wanted to, to touch upon, upon um, <laughs> because like obviously we're trying to focus on like more men's issues because obviously we're men, we understand men more, so we have to, right? Um, we wanted to speak about this video on the other side uh, of what yeah. you were talking about, right? Um, yeah. And it's from a channel called Aber and Preach, shout to you guys obviously, kind of an inspiration to why we've done this, right? Yeah, At the beginning. Yeah. Um, and they react to a woman who blamed her husband of raping her kids. Right, okay. Right? And when she was questioned about it, obviously he didn't rape the kids and the mother actually convinced the daughters that it happened. Right, Right. okay. In order for her to take control of the household and the finances and stuff like that and him to like move away. Got you, right, okay, yeah. It's just an example, right? And um... Okay, yeah. Yeah, so... When she was questioned about it, she said, why didn't you go for them harder? Why didn't you fight for them harder? Fight for your daughters. Why didn't you try and like see them more? I was like, yeah. okay. So obviously that's an example of an extremist woman. An extremist yeah. womanist, do we have to say? Uh, on the- yeah. 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 So, yeah, more often than not, that evil women will use below the belt emotional tactics, whereas the men will be more inclined to use physical uh, tactics to abuse. Yeah. Right? And that's just down evolution. Men are more aggressive due to testosterone. Like, obviously, that's not something. Yeah, it's just but it's, like biology. Isn't it? But it is. Yeah. <laughs> more verbal and more vocal. That's yeah. just our own sort of evolutionary traits. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah, exactly. But, necessarily that doesn't make it right and we are all responsible for how we act and what we say yeah exactly so uh due to this in order in some areas in order to protect the majority of women um 
you have to, you know, abide by these kind of principles, right? Um, but unfortunately, yeah. the women who still feel like society is against them and are extremists uh, resort to these disgusting exact accusations and getting away with it because they can, right? So yeah. technically, victim blaming, uh, which is horrible in itself, was born because of bi- Boy Who Cries Wolf stories like this one. Yeah. Right? And is now being used by those evil men we discussed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So because of the boy who cried wolf stories to begin with, men have had this complex where it's like, okay, cool, we have to fight against this somehow. And then as a consequence, yeah. they use physical violence. Right? Um, yeah. So obviously everything is a result of something. As men, we've been hardwired to lust and chase women, which is romanticized. The subplot is normally like a nerdy kid attempting to woo a girl, blah, blah, blah. So yeah. these are kind of where the things stem from. I think we basically discussed that as well yeah, in yeah, different in words. A, in a way. But yeah, that's just a passage that I wanted to read out. Yeah, yeah, yeah cause cause I, I think, think on both sides, sides uh, on both sides of the spectrum, there's two, there's, ex- there's extremes. Like, there are extremes and what the extremes are kind of doing is kind of diverting the real issue in a way. Where, yeah. Like, yeah, so like the... Whereas when like someone uh, when someone's actually like trying to say something, saying something of like actual substance, their voice is getting kind of pushed alongside with that group. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of just clouds everything. Yeah. So it's yeah. basically the misinformation in it all, right? Mm. So like, yeah. because we get like stupid advocates coming up when they shouldn't be advocates. Yeah. We get fed yeah. uh, a narrative that is untrue, and as a consequence. We have all of these fucking problems, right? Yeah. We're not going to solve all of them all at once. But if we solve the greater issues, if we hold each other accountable, if we uh, emphasize on uh, holding your close circles accountable and not associating with people who do that shit. Yeah. That's a start. Yeah. So that's what we can do, right? Exactly. Yeah. So we wanted to talk about simps. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to get on the simps because also as a consequence to this shit, some men, in order to get sex and obviously not be accused of all of this, like, you know, physically violent stuff, blah, 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 they are happy to devalue themselves in order to get sexual favors or even dates. Yeah. Right? So I'm sure you've seen some women out there who get hella money for feet pics like 250 pounds yeah, yeah you know uh i actually have a few friends who have that business going right now <laughs> just a few text messages a week let me get 750 <laughs> that's cool yeah, yeah. um but yeah obviously because of that some females are feeling like entitled to be spoiled in this manner two questions one have you been asked to be spoiled in this manner so I'll answer that first, and then I'll ask you, ask you the next one. Have I been asked to be spoiled? Uh, as, have I asked to be spoiled like that, or have you been asked? Have I been asked? Yeah. Have I been asked? Yeah, yeah. from um, your OnlyFans people. Yeah, I've had people offer me like money in like return for. I mean, I guess that is. But that's the basis of the app. Yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, yeah. OnlyFans is in a way. But I'm saying like, like they try to I, take it out of it and like. For example, offered you a date, yeah. for example. Well, um, I mean, I, I've had people for years, like, offering me money if I give them nudes or if I 
video call them or countless things. I can't even, I couldn't even tell you all of the things. Like, there's so many things. Give me a bad example. Yeah, what's the worst Give, give us the worst example, yeah. Um, I don't know if this counts as like, I don't know. I don't know if it counts, but I've had, so someone offered me 150 pounds an hour. An hour? If I, an hour. If yeah. I fuck them with a strap on. Well, what? what you peg them, basically. Oh, well, with a strap on, right. Yeah. It's £100 an hour to peg someone, pretty much. An hour, you know. <laughs> How can you take it for an hour, though? It is, take it for an hour, you know. Wouldn't that just hurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what, yeah? Low-key, it's exhausting to be gay, so shout out to all the homos out there. Because you are doing a good job, you know? <laughs> they put it work, mate. They put it work. Yeah. It? you got to give them that. But... you got to give them that. Bro, they're yeah. dedicated to the cause. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> but that's mad, Why did we say they were cutting that out? Like, £150 an hour, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've had, I've had two like that. One offered me 150 another one offered me 125 an hour. But yeah, so I've had two like that. <laughs> That'd be a workout, you know. Bruh. <laughs> That'd be a fucking workout. Um, yeah, no, I guess. Well, we didn't even ask you why you started OnlyFans to begin with. Honestly, I generally don't even... It's something that I've been thinking of for, like, years. It's something that my boyfriend and I have been discussing. For, I'd say, like, a good couple of years that we've been discussing it. And, like, I don't really know. It's something that I was always sort of humming and harming about, and I was like oh I don't know like I think before I was just a bit too worried about what other people would think about it and like things like that and then in the end I was just like and then the reason I did it eventually I think it's just I got to that point where I was just like you know what I actually don't give a shit what people think about me like it's something that I want to do it's something I want to try see how I feel about it I'm not going to think that I would regret doing so there's no harm in me doing it. Yeah. Like the sort of stuff that I would post would be stuff similar to what's already on my Instagram anyway. So it's like, well, if it's already on my Instagram, why not put it on OnlyFans and make people pay me for it? Mm. Like, what's the difference? And like, I've had some issues recently with people that feel like I've changed and whatever, but. It is what it is. Like you can't please everyone, and at the end of the day, if if they're really my friends, they'd know that I'm no different to what I've always been. So if they really think I've changed that much, then they clearly weren't that much of my mates anyway. So in which case, it's no loss to me. I don't really care. Like I, I'm so past the point of giving a shit about what people think about me. But I'm so past that point. I spent so much of my like younger life caring about what other people thought and allowing it to sort of determine everything that I did and said and I think in part of that is what made me so miserable all the time it's just the fact that I was just so worried about whatever everyone else was doing and saying about me that I didn't actually do anything that I genuinely enjoyed and so now I'm sort of trying to get away from that and even if people can think see it as an extreme or something for me it's not it's something that I've been working towards for a very, very long time. And I think that's why if you sort of look back through my Instagram, if you look back at my Instagram from like a couple of years ago to yeah, now. A couple of people are doing that in the comments, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. I, 
like my posts are very different and the reason for that is purely just down to my self-confidence yeah. it's not because I've changed as a person I'm still the same person I've always been the only thing that's changed about me is the way I view myself and how I value myself and so people can sit there and say like oh you're posting things because you want attention or you just want guy, guys to think you're fit and blah 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 I couldn't give a flying shit what the guy thinks I'm fit or not. <laughs> it really doesn't bother me, especially because I've got a boyfriend. It's not my boyfriend thinks I'm attractive. I really don't care whether anyone else thinks I'm attractive or not. Yeah. I like, but at the same time, I work hard for the body that I have. I've worked very hard for the relationship that I have to my body. Um, when I was younger, I suffered with anorexia and um, like my by body image and the relationship that I have with my body and food and things like that and so having made it out of that and getting myself out of it and sort of now being in quite a healthy place with my body and the way that I view it I want to celebrate that and the way I choose to celebrate that is by posting pictures of it and if people see that as me being a slag or me just wanting attention that's fine they can see it like that because they don't know then they clearly don't know me and they don't know what I've been through. They don't know the, how much work and effort I've put in to get to where I am today. And if, so if they want to make some quick snapshot decision of just of one picture that they've seen on Instagram, then they're not the sort of person I want to associate with anyway. In which case, then it's no loss. Instagram is like maybe 1% of your life. And it's supposed exactly. to be like a highlight reel, you know. Um, exactly. Some people use it as like their journal, which is what I'm trying to do now because it's just a a log of things and like things that have contributed to my progression i guess yeah um but yeah back on like the dynamic with your boyfriend and also having only fans how did you yeah, arrange that, that contract sense. like did he sign on the dotted line or something <laughs> like what happened <laughs> so, like i said it's something that we both discuss my by the way go check your instagram out like what's your favorite pic no i'm joking yeah so what how did he agree to it right i mean so i'm fortunate enough to have a very supportive boyfriend i mean i know obviously a lot of people aren't lucky enough to have that i've been blessed um with that's something that I'm grateful for um but yeah I mean I guess it's just the case that my boyfriend's just very understanding of who I am as a person how much work it's he's seen firsthand how much I struggle on a day-to-day basis and so um when I do have those small wins he's so sort of he's so happy for me to celebrate them and he wants us to celebrate them and so I think, in a way, he sees this as part of me celebrating the, like, the new relationship that I have with my body. And he wants me to, he wants me to do that. He wants me to celebrate that. Because in a way, that's, it, if it makes me happy, it's only ever going to make us better. Because obviously, the happier I am, the better we're going to be together. And vice versa, the happier he is, the better we are going to be together. Mm-hmm. And the same for anyone. Relationship, obviously, you need to be happy with yourself before you can connect with someone else and in, so in in relationships you you have to make that compromise in it yeah it's a, like it's at all times it's a two-party like um system isn't it? like yeah yeah you can't just uh, expect everything to be like 
one person's yeah. way in. And clearly, this is something that was obviously really dear to you. And everyone has like a priority management system in their head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And if there's like a huge priority that you might be making your partner suffer with, if you mm. don't, you know, yield yeah. to what their want is, you're probably going to fuck up the relationship. Yeah, so exactly. I understand, it, it, like you know, the supportive element. I mean, would you allow your girlfriend to have an OnlyFans, for example? Be honest. For me, it depends on the context, obviously. Yeah, that's the thing. It's more about like. Okay, so for example, so to her, which is a big key. I mean, obviously, you both see my Instagram. It's not really more than that there's nothing on my only fans that you wouldn't be able to see on my instagram so was that the term yeah and that's terms. and personally even if i was sick i wouldn't do anything different to that mm. because i don't want my needs everywhere i don't want everyone to see my needs like that's something personally that i would want just between my boyfriend and i yeah. um not saying that that's it's wrong for anyone if they don't like, I fully support anyone if they want to, like, all I'd all the only thing, a bit of advice I give to people when they say that they want to start an OnlyFans is don't post anything that you'll be upset if it gets leaked. Because it will get leaked. Like, my stuff's on, um, in group chats and things like that. But I know for a fact that everything that's on my wall and it's on OnlyFans, I'm not bothered if people see it or not. It doesn't bother me. Because I know that there's nothing there that, I don't want people to see. Yeah. That way I can go to bed at night, whether it gets leaked or not, I can go to bed at night soundly knowing that I don't give a shit whether it's leaked or not. So that's the only, that's literally the only bit of advice I'd give. As long as you're happy with what's on, on there and you're comfortable knowing it could potentially get leaked at some point. It doesn't mean it will be. It's just being comfortable knowing that it could be. And yeah. as long as you're comfortable that and you're not going to lose any sleep over it then by all means post it yeah. whether that, that, that and really that, points, I can't mm. <laughs> for me i don't want to show anything but for other people they may not care and that's absolutely fine if they don't care and they're comfortable with that and they're they're comfortable knowing that it may or may not get leaked then there's absolutely no harm in that yeah and obviously that boundary that my boyfriend and i set um and Obviously, we check in and make sure that we're both still, okay, we're still okay with it. And he knows full well that if at any point, he, even if he just randomly wakes up one day and he's just like, I don't want you doing it anymore, then no questions asked, I will delete it. And it's that simple. Because at the end of the day, my relationship with my boyfriend is more important than anything else. What if you make 10K next month? Huh? What if you make 10K next month? I make 10k next month. I mean, I I'd be very upset. And then he says in the same month. If he if he says it the same month, he says it the same month. But I mean, it's the it's not the end of the world. I mean, 10k is 10k, 10k. But I mean, again, it's not more important than my boyfriend or the relationship that we have with each other. So no. at the end of the day, I'm spend the rest of my life with 10k, but I am gonna spend the rest of my life with my boyfriend. So there you go. That's good. That's good because you. It's good that you've had like. You and uh, your boyfriend have actually had to, uh, took the time to sit down and like communicate with each other, like what's on your mind, what you're thinking. That yeah, yeah you yeah. don't, you don't like if you have a boyfriend and you're trying to make these decisions, like yeah, don't rush into it without like conferring with the other person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't be like yeah. ridiculous, you know. Like, so 
I always say like I don't like I don't need my boyfriend's permission to do anything the same way my boyfriend doesn't need my permission to do anything mm-hmm. but they are co- every action has a consequence yeah. and so because we've made so say for example I don't know like I'm really anti-drugs for example but like, I absolutely detest them I think they're vulgar like mm-hmm. I don't want to be anywhere near nor do I want to be near anyone that does them yeah, if you smoke soda, don't fucking follow OnlyFans. He doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that deep. I'm talking about more like Coke and like MD and all that bullshit. Yeah. Like, You're in Brian. You smoke, yeah, <laughs> and I, <laughs> yeah, carry on. If you're not smoking me, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about like the sort of the more hard, yeah, hard, hard drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my like so my boyfriend knows i've so i've always said i'm not going to stop him doing it if he wants to say for example if he ever wanted to go out and do coke or whatever i'm not going to stop him doing it but he has to understand the fact that i will not be there when he gets home yeah yeah, yeah. no i like that i like that like uh, to be honest with you in, in every single relationship i always have that not like a contract obviously i don't get anyone to sign a dotted line or anything like that but i do like you know say this is what i'm not comfortable with if you do these things, it breaks the terms of our relationship. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gone. So, and then it's then up to them whether or not they value and respect your relationship yeah, enough yeah, yeah. to do them. And that's up to them to prioritise those things. Yeah. And then and that in itself will tell me how they value me. And if they don't value me enough to respect those, those my boundaries, then there's no future there anyway. So there's no love lost. Yeah. And so... And it'd be the same vice versa. If there was anything that my boyfriend was particularly um, bothered about, like, say, for example, I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't drink anymore anyway, but say, for example, if my boyfriend was really, really anti-drink, he didn't want, he didn't like people that drank, he didn't want to be anywhere near it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If he here from the beginning and said, this is something that I'm really uncomfortable with, I don't like it, um, blah, 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 blah. If you do choose, I'm not going to stop you from doing it. But if you break that boundary, there are obviously going to be consequences. Then again, that's down to me to prioritize that and to come to a decision on my own of whether or not I, or basically what I value more. And obviously, if I the drink over it, then I have to accept the fact that I will lose him and vice versa. Like, and so I think quite important in any relationship but especially in a sort of romantic relationship i think it's quite important yeah um yeah we'll put the socials uh, for her in the link i think it's important these things being discussed quite early on a relationship i think my boyfriend and i actually had a discussion um a couple of days ago because i think we were watching first dates or something i can't remember watching but something like that and yeah. we were saying how i think it's in, like you know how some people are like oh you can't talk about like marriage and kids and things like that on first dates like you'll scare them off yeah. no i'm looking i think those are things that you should be talking about on the first date yeah because, because those if are you the are, things that can break up a relationship uh, yeah because if you're genuinely for something long term and you genuinely want a future with someone you need to know if you have those key things in common if you want kids another person doesn't want kids or vice versa there is not going to be a future there so there's no point you wasting each other's time knowing full well that at some point you are going to break up because you don't have that in common. And there's no point you start. And I know people can say, oh, you can change your mind, blah, blah, blah. 
but what's the point in you wasting months or years of your life on the chance for what if or a maybe yeah i think i think it's stupid to look at someone and be like i see potential in you i'm gonna stick it out because i think you can turn into a person that i could marry Mm. nah take the person at face value if they can if there's someone that you see as compatible and you can go the distance then ask them up yeah otherwise tell them and ask them very nicely do you want to be my fuck buddy and they probably (laughs) will say no and that's okay Exactly, but that's the thing. That again, the whole thing. Do you want to sleep with someone? Sleep with them. As long as you make your intention clear from the beginning, then fuck it. it doesn't matter if it's just a fuck. It's just a fuck. That's that's absolutely fine. As long as both parties know that that is what it is. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. But like, yeah, like I said, like, I, and that's why I think those things are so important to talk about right at the beginning. Like, I don't want kids and thankfully my boyfriend doesn't either that's something that we discussed very early on in our relationship because it isn't no. like there's no point us like we've been together nearly five years now there's no point us being together for five years if say for example I wanted kids and he didn't yeah. because now eventually we're going to get to the point where it's going to we're going to have to sit down and have that conversation of right you want kids I don't what do we do yeah to be honest with you, I think your boyfriend is fucking strong as fuck. A shout out to Sean, isn't it? No, yeah, shout out yeah, to yeah. Sean. Because, like, low-key, <laughs> I don't think I'm that comfortable where mm. I would... I mean, to be honest with you, the, the shit that you post on OnlyFans is, like, kind of PG-ish. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I would yeah. probably allow that shit. But if, if it was, like, if we're talking about news and all of that, mm. there's no way yeah. that I would be able to have the confidence to be like, yeah, go for it, do only yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way. But um and but that's, that's one of enough. the things like, that I'm not comfortable with and that's okay. You know what I mean? Like these are some this is something I've discussed. And that doesn't make you any less supportive than say someone who would be like, yeah, post whatever you want. It's just you set your boundaries, you've made them clear yeah. and then it's whether or not they want to respect them or not. And it's like it's like you said, you can do this, but if you do, I won't be that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, like, and that's where it, it comes down to the and I think that's what a lot of people get confused about. Like setting a boundary for yourself doesn't make you a controlling person. Mm. It doesn't make you it doesn't mean you're being manipulative or anything like that. It means that you oh, respect that and to make that boundary clear. And then you've left it to the other person that you were in that relationship with to respect. And that's absolutely fine. Being controlling would be watching what someone does every single second of the day and sort of threatening them and sort of manipulating them into doing what you want them to do. Yeah. So if you're not home by this time, there'll be consequences. Break up with them, innit? <laughs> what do you mean there'll be consequences? I'm right. chilling, bro. Yeah, but that's like being controlling, for example, me being really anti drugs. And then every time my boyfriend, and then me never letting my boyfriend go out of my sight, constantly checking his phone, yeah. sort of, that would be being controlling. And that would encourage him to probably do drugs. Yeah, that is not controlling. That is a healthy part of a relationship. And that's something that everyone should practice in any relationship whether that be with your parents, with your friends, with your family, with your boyfriend, girlfriend, 
partner, whatever, like that is a healthy part of a relationship that everyone should practice, no matter what type of relationship it is that we have with that person. Okay. Um, I had one more question, then we'll just like wrap up in it. Yeah, that's cool. Do you know what I mean? Um, you mentioned you worked in a bar, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. And uh, like, you know, you, it seemed like it might have been a little bit like iffy, like the whole experience. And the reason why I might know that is because I've had five exes. One of them, you know, uh, worked in a bar. Well, a couple of them worked in a bar, to be fair, just so that you don't know who it is. And, <laughs> and uh, like, she was also, like, um, she went through some shit, innit? basically. Yeah. Right? And a lot of the times, like, when you're working in a bar as a girl, you are sexualized to the max. You are the oh, person yeah. who guys feel more comfortable talking to because you have to be behind the counter. Yeah. And that's that's literally the reason why guys come up to bar, bar girls. <laughs> is because you I, I have think... to stay behind the counter. So I can have an easy conversation, whether it's to, you know, warm myself up for like the party, mm. or whether it's because a guy doesn't have enough confidence to talk to girls who are at the party kind of thing. Mm. Like the girl is there to work. Yeah, I need my peace. If you give me tips for looking pretty, that's calm. But that's it. <laughs> And that's how, like, um, my my ex explained it to me. It was like sometimes it was just disgusting the kind of guys who would come up to her, like try and touch this, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I... Okay. One thing. Okay. One thing. It wasn't necessarily anything particularly bad, yeah. but I think it sort of made. I don't know how to explain it. I think it was. It was more basically the way I reacted to what he'd done. I think for me, That's it was what sort I was of like, get, like, like a situation wow. like that. Yeah, where I handled it, um, sort of showed me how much, how much, sort of how much I developed and how much yeah. I'd grown. I think that's maybe what. So, basically, these guys had come in um, from a. I can't remember if they were on a stag do or something. I don't know. Um, they'd come in, basically. They were going into town, but they'd just come into the pub just to get a couple of drinks in before they went to the pub, went, it went up to town. And I was on bar. It was me and then like a couple of my mates. And I was the only girl on the bar. They're the ones who were, were guys. And um, I remember I was serving one of the guys. I was making one of their drinks or something. And I turned around to go get a glass or get a drink. I don't know what it was. And one of them was like, oi, cheeks. And my mate walked past me at the same time. And without saying anything or doing anything, I didn't react to the guy. I didn't have a go at him for being disrespectful or anything like that. I literally just looked at my mate and I was like, oh, someone's calling you. And I just carried on walking. And yeah. then and the, all, all, of, of, all of the all guy's of the guy mates that had said that made that comment started laughing at him. Because he just looked like a dick. He looked like an idiot, yeah. yeah, yeah. My mate went over to him. and My mate just laughed and just went over to him and was like, what do you want? And I think that for me was like, a, wow, like that actually felt quite good. Like, not necessarily because it made him look like a... I mean, like, obviously it felt obviously good to it made, make him... Yeah, it made yeah, him feel yeah, good, yeah. yeah. But, but it gave him a little bit of karma, is not it? Mm. Yeah, but for me, it was the fact that I didn't turn around and be... You didn't falter. Oh, help yeah. you or or feel like I had to be like basically I because I didn't want to like, these I things don't, don't feel need like, a response basically 
And because you because didn't give it that response that he kind of wanted? Yeah, that's. I think that's what it was. I think knowing that I didn't give him what he wanted, yeah. that for me made me feel so much better in myself and it made me feel like, okay, yeah, I have actually grown. Because before that, I never would have been able to do that. I would have just automatically given in to anything that he wanted because, again, like as I explained at the beginning, that's what I thought my purpose was. That's what I thought that I had to do. And it, that in that moment, it showed me, like, you know what, actually, yeah, no, I don't need to do what people... I don't need to just do things to make other people happy. If I don't want to do something, I don't have to do it. And it's that simple. Yeah, and it's it's a lot about the reaction, isn't it? Like, yeah. we, we see it in schools where that... I guess that class clown is, like, making a ruckus, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to yeah. react to it. Because all they want is a reaction. Yeah, yeah. All a bully wants is a reaction. Mm. Yeah. You know? And, um, no, yeah, I guess that's why, like, people who turn sadistic and then keep on getting the reaction that they want become more sadistic. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, kind of because it's it. feeding that sadism. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. In the yeah. same way, subjective well-being, isn't it? Oh, subjective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the next video. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, which is the next video coming out tomorrow for you because you're obviously live. Um... Okay. <laughs> for the viewers it was time ago fam yeah it was yeah, time it ago <laughs> it was time ago um but yeah no listen this this was a sick conversation i think we touched yeah, a lot of good topics, everything that i wanted to hit yeah yeah um you really. seem like a really liberated person who's gone through a lot of shit Sim similarly to one of my exes which is why i was kind of like you know why i wanted to have this discussion mm. yeah because, you know i wanted to see how far the gap was between my understanding and yeah, yeah. someone who actually went through and they're like uh, yeah. behind the scenes take on it so i think it's sick that you've been able to conquer your demons and still i guess you're still doing that obviously like it's yeah. an ongoing battle for like everyone mm. um but like just working on yourself protecting your boundaries and your barriers and surrounding yeah. yourself with people who don't add to the problem yeah Exactly. Yeah. Other things that you can do to, you know, give yourself a little bit of solitude. Um, any other exactly. Yeah, I mean, what's it? If I was to say, yeah, yeah, it's just been a good conversation. Like, I've, you've, yeah. you've opened my mind to some things as well. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. For real, like. yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, no, no, as well, man. I've seen his videos too. Don't worry. We we <laughs> done a little. Like, look, we didn't we didn't uh, sign up to the OnlyFans out of respect, didn't it? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, low key like one time it'll be good. It'll be good to do like a maybe a car video or something like that. We're we'll we'll showing you a car or something. <laughs> Not my car. My car's shit, man. He's <laughs> 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 fucking scooped up and all of that. And my fucking Polo is like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. Listen, love. I I think you have to go somewhere now. No? Yeah, yeah. We go out and see some people. Just get out for the evening. Seeing the people, it's not the people who unfollowed her on Instagram because she posted something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, thank you, Lily, for coming on. Yeah, yeah it's been for having me. No, it's been it was a pleasure. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you uh, caught some inspiration or insight into our perspective. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank uh, you for having me, guys. So, I love you and Amy. Love. Enjoy your night. Night. No, no.